Hello everyone, I'm Thomas from Daft Punk. Random access memories, Daft Punk. Daft Punk and Thomas Angui from Daft Punk. There you go, Daft Punk. We assume that's Daft Punk under those helmets. Hello everyone, I'm Emmanuel from Daft Punk. Daft Punk mixes of Daft Punk. Daft Punk! Let's get back to the to Daft Punk. It was because of, you know, Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Daft Punk! Daft Punk! Hello, robots big and small from around the world. It's time to get lucky one more time because we're all just human after all. Did you just, how many more did you, I thought you were adding one a week. I just did. You added like four. Uh-uh. No, I just added one. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm absolutely positive. Okay, all right. I, I believe you. I forgot until the moment I started speaking that I promised to add one more ah. this week, and that's why I scrambled a little bit at the end to get human after ah, all That's in cool. There. No, you got it. That works really well. This is a live 2021, a Daft Punk podcast we're three of the world's most preeminent Daft Punkian scholars. I'm, a- <laughs> I'm Andy Reid. I'm Darren Shelton. I'm Devin Jetski. And we are three best friends who can't get enough of talking about robots. No, we can't. Specifically, French ones. Specifically, these these two. two. As far as I'm concerned, I thought we were talking about Boston Dynamics. (laughs) (laughs) What if Boston Dynamics made two electronic music playing robots? That would be incredible. Do you think Boston Dynamics would ever square off against Texas Instruments? And what would happen if they did? It might look a little something. Calculator. (laughs) (laughs) You got to do a character. Oh, we are on fire it today. Might, We're off to the races right out of the look gate. A little something like this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly that's Well, right. typically robots don't talk. These two do. They do. Um, they talk a lot, but we're in an era where they hardly talked at all. We talked about that last week. We talked a lot about <laughs> We've talked a lot about we've talked about this up more than we, they have. We talked we have absolutely at this point talked about them in this era more than they did. Uh, we we covered Human After All, their um, uh, junior. They, everybody says their sophomore album after their second one. Nobody ever calls their somebody's third record their junior effort. I've heard it called that. What do you call the fifth record? Super Senior. <laughs> Super Senior. <laughs> <laughs> their Van Wilder effort. <laughs> their six, sixth. Their sixth episode or their sixth record is their Van Wilderian <laughs> effort. <laughs> Um, so today we're slowing things down. I didn't write a report because there's not much of one to write about what we're covering today. We are covering the Human After All remix album. No, it's called After Human After All. After the, this is After Human After All. I don't think that that's canon. <laughs> <laughs> do people do people all. that don't do comedy and stuff know what canon means? I don't know. Can- canon just means yeah. it's yeah. Like, people know what canon means. People right? don't. Yeah, I don't think that that's Nick Cannon. <laughs> no, it's not Nick Cannon. This is not a drumline situation. Um, this, so, Human After All, remi- the remixes, is an album that Daft Punk originally exclusively released in Japan, and they only produced 3,000 copies of the physical album, so it was incredibly hard to get. I'm sure, I didn't look up uh, um, prices, but I'm sure that this specific thing is probably pretty pricey on the collector's market at this point because of how rare it is. Um, uh, And, but the reason that they did this, they did a couple exclusive 
to Japan things. This is the only thing that was like this whole piece is only available in Japan. But we've talked about um, uh, songs and things that they've released. Actually, you know, we we talk about how Contact is the perfect closer, you know? Yes. Um, the J- Japanese uh, issue of Random Access Memories had a track called Horizon at the end. It's uh, only available in Japan. What? Wow. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a Daft Punk song out there called Horizon that closed out Random Access Memories uh, only in Japan. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's I, it's not like it's not. It is a good song. It is not to the perfect level of Random Access Memories. Right. Uh, but the reason that they did this uh, over and over again, um, the Daft Club had a Japanese only song. This came out exclusively in Japan. Uh, Random Access Memories had a Japanese only song is because the Japanese cycle um, for releases is a little bit behind everyone else. Um, So uh, bands like Daft Punk put exclusive stuff on uh, Japanese releases uh, to incentivize uh, people there buying their stuff because uh, – they they're always uh it's always available elsewhere quicker so uh um uh they have to like bump up japanese sales somehow and i'm sure they chart well there because they had such an anime inspired yes influence and stuff they've yeah had, they've had such a powerful relationship we did talk about yeah they uh absolutely um they are more uh they're yeah they have a big following in, in japan they have a special place uh J- japan has a special place in their heart uh yeah absolutely did you find something? I'm searching everywhere on the internet for for just a price reference for this because that's yeah, what I was looking for. Yeah, I think it's really it's, hard to it's, get. It's sold out. Uh, it's not even on. It's not anywhere. Uh, yeah, I mean, even even eBay or something. It says sold out. Amazon says. Yeah, I would not say that this this is probably very difficult to get. Uh, just yeah, there were only three thousand of them made. They were all only sold in Japan. Um, yeah, if if you have a Daft Punk collection out there, this is one of those incredibly rare things that. Uh, um, would be very difficult to find if you were a strict completionist. Yeah, like a, a completionist for sure would have trouble. Yeah, with this. I can't even find like a record of a. Of a I know I'm not. I'm not diving too deep right now, but I can't even find a record of a sale of it in <laughs> recently on on eBay or whatever. Uh, we did get some wonderful fan mail. Yeah, we did. Uh, Strider Janich. He sent us a uh, a message. Hey, Dafters, my name is Strider Janich, and I'm 16, and I make house and disco music. Hell yeah, Strider rocks. Daft Punk are a huge influence as I use vocorders as well because I cannot sing, LOL. Anyway, I'm from Michigan, and here's a track I made with my vocorder. Guys, we've gotten we've gotten fan mail from around the world, all sorts of countries. This is our first fan mail from our home native state of Michigan. <laughs> yeah, Strider's a Michigander. He's Great. one of us. Yeah, hell yeah. Here is Strider's song, All Night. I like that's that song. A, yeah, that's, I like that song. You were, you were saying yeah, that's groovy. You were saying the other day, like uh, nobody's first instrument is a synthesizer or whatever. There are kids now where that I think is true. Strider's 16 and he's already making 
these kinds of noises. That's good. Good, good for noises. him. I wish I was making those noises at 16. Yeah. You know what? So so we were on I, I, I we were on um, a Daft Punk group uh, fan fan page that we're all on, and we saw uh, uh, we saw Strider post about uh, compiling a fan album. Yeah, uh, of Daft Punk inspired songs, and I, um, we're gonna do it, right? Yeah, we're gonna do it we're for gonna sure. Put, yeah, we're gonna, gonna put a track, uh, a live twenty twenty one track. On yeah, the, the three of us will album. produce something and send it over. But also, like I, I did, I, I told Strider uh, we were we were talking in one of our Daft Punk uh, fan groups, and and I told Strider we put a call out. To, uh, so if, if anybody has any Daft Punk inspired tracks, or wants to make one, for or wants to make one specifically, um, go ahead and, and and if you have them, pick one. Of yours, if you have multiple, or if you want to make one, and send it, uh, send it to our email. Uh, send it to info at alive twenty twenty one dot com, and we'll get them. Uh, Strider's going to compile uh, everything that we get and that he gets, uh, and, and 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 make a, a Daft Punk inspired fan album. Yeah. And we're all about helping uh, helping Strider make that happen. So if you do, yeah, if you do have that, uh, send it our way. Uh, again, our 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 our, uh, our our email is info at alive twenty one alive twenty twenty one dot com. That's how Strider reached out to me uh that's how we just played his music so if you want to connect with us in any way if you want to uh hop in on this daft punk fan album reach out if you have information that you think we would enjoy hearing about these uh these two french robots send that along if if you think that we got something wrong or if i uh if i uh, misquoted them in some way or uh missed something in some way tell us that if you make uh if you make um daft punk slash fic I want to. I want to read that. <laughs> That's got to be. Yeah, out you there. have. That. You there. you have been talking about that a lot. I yeah, gotta, it's got to be out there. I, I did. Know. I walked and I, when I walked past you the other day, you did shut your notebook really quick. Really, and quick. I said, "What were you working on?" Quick. And you said, "Nothing." I was not working on anything, and it and it's not a tight. It's not a short story, <laughs> right now. That's in, titled um, when. Robots kiss, sparks fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get, hey, before we get too far away from it, hey, go, uh, go follow Strider on Spotify. Yeah, uh, 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 Strider also released uh, another song uh, this week, called, uh, inspired by uh, the "Together So Much Love to Give," which is a, a song that we've talked about on, on here before. Mm-hmm. Um, so go, 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 show some love, show some love, show some love to Strider. Uh, uh, message us some cool Daft Punk stuff. We'll share it on the show. Um, uh, yeah, and also. You two have uh, we haven't we haven't mentioned it uh, at the top of the show. No, we, we should because who go, who gets three oh, hours yeah. into these? You two are making music right yeah, now. Yeah, follow me on Spotify, Devin Jetski. I'm uh, I got a track out there, and I've got a lot more on the way. I have been really noodling around with a lot of really weird noises lately. Absolutely, <laughs> uh, I, I'm in the same boat. I, I got I got one track on my uh, Spotify, but I'm producing as Aplomb Bomb, A P L O M B B O M B. Uh, go check that out. I'm doing the same thing. Uh, I know both of us uh, just just put some stuff out, and and we have a lot of stuff in in the in the pipeline that we're all working on over here. I got a lot we're, of stuff in my pipeline. Yeah, <laughs> we're excited to share with you over. The we next, have so much next, stuff in our the pipelines. next few months. Um, Absolutely. Uh, another thing we have in our pipeline is T-shirts. We do. Alive twenty twenty one dot com. You can get your T-shirt with the Daft Punk pyramid that says two French robots in big letters. They're great. Uh, and yeah, the the right now. So it, 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 if you're listening to this in the future, you you might have missed out on the first shipment. Uh, but our first shipment's going out uh, in 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 early June. So uh, early June. It's, it's the here here. I'll do it right now. Uh, the first person to email me at info at uh, info at alive2021.com 
a a drawing of uh of both robots kissing. <laughs> really? If you draw if you draw the robots kissing and send it to me at info at a live and it has to say the, on the drawing it has to say to Andy and the alive twenty twenty when robots kiss sparks fly when robots kiss sparks fly it has to say that it has to be an original thing that you draw yourself right now uh, we'll send you a t shirt for free and we'll share it yeah <laughs> and if you're uh, in and around uh, the area on uh, June fifth we're spinning music and if you want to know about that uh, get in touch and we'll we'll talk to you about it yeah, yeah. It's on, it'll be on our social media yeah, and stuff cool. check it out hell yeah there's a lot of uh, a lot of front end uh, information yeah. on this episode that's great hell yeah we got so much stuff going on including talking about daft punk let's talk about it yeah let's um, do it. uh the remix album uh um initially came out in japan uh it was officially released around the world uh in 2014 after random access memories yes um we're gonna talk later about a fan-made remix album that came out uh during a time when daft punk fans were demanding that this come out publicly yeah uh uh and that that album was made uh um uh, as a protest, yeah, as a Daft protest. Punk fans do a lot of demanding. That's they, what we, we do all, best. Yeah, we demand. I, honestly, Daft Punk fans don't do that much demanding. It's just, it's just nervous speculating. Yeah, really. some of those nervous speculating. And all so of we all, history. we all just sit around waiting for the next, uh, the next missive from the boys. Uh, uh, so uh, there's some awesome stuff on this album. We're just gonna go track by Wait, track, have some fun. I had, a, I had a question about like the whole, the whole thing, and I don't know how much we know about this. Okay, I, I didn't. I, again, I, I understood. That there was a delay in release. Yeah. I didn't comprehend that um, there were added tracks uh, so in the first, 2014. Were those? So the first 10 tracks yes. were the limited re- edition 3000 pressing uh, Japan exclusive totally. release uh, that was never. Um, oh, you okay. Oh, you can get the CD for. Oh, I, it's, the CD is not all that expensive the, the re-release cd though is this the I, I re-release? found the 20 2014 release japan re-release one i'm not sure i i couldn't i so when i was searching i found copies of the a, a cd released in 2014 that says human after all but i can't find an initial 3000 sure. first release yeah but I, maybe that's maybe i'm wrong i don't know some of the yeah i i don't know enough about um vinyl to be like that's the initial one or not but but you can find the remix album on uh like, do we know they pressed it to vinyl? I yeah. Or actually, is it just a CD only release? It could just it be could a have CD been just release. a CD only release. Three thousand copies. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? there's not a ton about it. Uh, um, it was well, yeah. So the first ten tracks were the initial release. Uh, in 2014, they released it to streaming services across the um, yeah. world. They added uh, they added um, more tracks my my question specifically is the added tracks were they made in no 2014 idea. or were they no made? i think they're made because a lot of these are just b-sides to the singles yeah okay. you know okay. it's just that like whatever sense. else was on the 12 inch maxi okay. for technologic or whatever so i think i think all of them are from the era. okay cool that yes. yeah that was my question for sure and i'm realizing so, now that all of them are uh except for the brainwasher um, remix are all single tracks, so almost all of these were available in some way or the other individually on single uh, single releases, B sides or whatever on those. Uh, but they were they were never compiled together um, massively available until 2014. That makes sense. 
Um, so the other thing I'm noticing here, I, I pull, I always pull up the wiki wiki pages while we do our episodes here, um, is that so it's the, there was the 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 original tracks, there was the four added tracks uh, in the re- 2014 release, and then there was a single added track that was just I- for iTunes. iTunes specific. Yes, so that was it, that, alongside the 2014. That is Gimon. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Rico the Wizard together yep. again, um, remixing a Daft Punk song. Yeah, yeah. Not there's not a cry. Uh, there's not a Roulette uh, remix ever. I don't think rem- Roulette ever remixed any Daft Punk stuff at all. That was mo- that was more just Tomas doing his own thing. Yeah. It's preposterous that like the vinyl for Robot Rock, right? It has the Maximum Overdrive mix. It's got the Soulwax remix. Um, the median price on Discogs is like twelve bucks, but the only ones on there are one hundred thirty dollars. Yeah, now. that's crazy. Like all of these were like ten bucks until a few months ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's um, nuts. that's that's why I told this story. Uh, I like four weeks before they broke up, I just was like, I want to buy their first ever single. I bought the the new wave uh, um, single they put out before um, before homework came out for fifteen dollars, including shipping. Uh, and, um, six weeks later it was, it was like $250. (laughs) I knew, I knew that Letterkenny was going to be my kind of show when Stuart at one point, um, his little buddy, um, brings up Discogs and Stuart goes, I thought it was Disco G's. (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. Uh, yeah. So you guys want to go track by track? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, they start with. This is the only way to start this yeah. remix album. Are we've talked about Soul Wax so much already on this show, so much so that if there was a band we were gonna do next, it might be Soul Wax. This is a Robot Rock. I, I love Solax this is so much I this is a um a structure of a song that I really like and that um I wish there was more of where they they build this to a break like three or four different times it's the same break but with different synth a yeah. different synth energy so it's like same this you know what's coming but the fun of it is how how different it everything is going to sound doing the same exact thing three or four times in a row so that that one's a little st- stripped down and then another one will have a different synth line on top of it they're they all do that same but it's it's different yeah. in, a, in a really interesting way every time there's such good textures in this one. Oh these, yeah these these guys are incredible Two, um, two of uh, our most Belgian. Two of our most Belgian brothers. <laughs> brothers, <laughs> the most Maybe Belgian. We, brothers. I don't, like my brother and I. The we get along very broken. well. We hang out. He makes music too. We don't work on a ton of stuff together. But if we did, I don't know that these are the noises we would make. It'd be very weird if you and your adult forty-year-old brother made these sounds together. Yeah, what <laughs> rocks? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Like their parents are like at Thanksgiving <laughs> or whatever. Well, Bel- they live in this like beautiful minimalist Japanese design. What are you like, and your brother recording <laughs> palace? Yeah, we live in this expensive, beautiful 
<laughs> compound where we make this noise. Mom and dad, listen. <laughs> what, what obnoxious noises are you working on today, children? <laughs> yeah, I have a rare, a university gifted me this rare synthesizer because I can take care of it special. And it costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I've made this with it. Bam, <laughs> bam, bam, bam. I, have a, I have a room. In, uh, we built a room in our house that is absolutely <laughs> quiet in a way. I, I read about a room like that in a um, some sort of like sound college type thing Mm -hmm. they built a room that is absolute quiet in a way that you can hear your own blood working through your veins (laughs) in it like like, like, people people walk in there and they're like you've been around quiet you don't understand what it means to be in the absence of noise (laughs) and it sounds it sounds trippy as hell that's crazy (laughs) um uh yeah, uh um Soul Wax, Darren, thoughts? I, I, I mean I love Soul Wax. I specifically love I love night versions so much. Um and, and you know, recently we um I've I've been listening to Essential uh a little yeah, bit. More yeah, I told you about you, that one. You really got me turned it's on so, to that. Yeah, that was uh, them stripped down, it's more industrial. Right, which is it rocks. again, they have this way of taking Sounds that should not be considered music and turning them into the grooviest things uh, that I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, I, I, again, I, I, I love Soul Wax. They just think different. So they really do. I mean, a lot of I'm like sure a lot you, of melodic. You can hear it in that. A lot of melodic structure sure. to what they do is 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 you know changing the envelope of a sound or the filter on a sound such that that creates the so, the, the melody I think it would be interesting to find another break to hear what I'm talking about how yeah. it's the same break but a different instrumentation so So they build back to another break and it's that. And you're like, I recognize all of this, but it's so much weirder yeah. now. <laughs> but it's this. It's just, I think the song is a cycle of that over and over. I again. think it's that awesome. speaks to to the structure of the initial song, too, because mm-hmm. it's such a one to one repetitive yeah. thing. I think it's a very like it, it feels like, you know, it, it's absolutely um it holds on to the repetitiveness of the original track while doing this thing that rotates around, like you said, these different breaks, these different instrumentation, yeah. the different synth sounds, and it's very, very cool. So Solbex, uh, this is not related to this track, but I love this. So the EMS Synthy 100 was a large analog digital hybrid synthesizer. Originally uh, built as a custom order from Radio Belgrade for what was going to be the Radio Belgrade Electronic Studio. In 1971, it cost the equivalent of 100,000 pounds. Oh <laughs> and it folded. Anyway, like, there's like, like $180,000, right? It's, it's a ton of money. <laughs> there are none of them left. Uh, like the BBC had used it to make the noises for Doctor Who in yeah, the of 70s. They did. <laughs> so they had like uh, the Solvax guys had been looking for one. And they found one uh, in in uh, Belgium nearby, and they like 
made an agreement with the university that if they like help take care of it, they could use it. So they put out a record and the credited artists on it are Soul Wax and the EMS Synthy 100. If you click on the Spotify artist page for this synthesizer, <laughs> that's the only thing on it. That's <laughs> it's such a funny thing. That's awesome. Like well, the university well, was like, if you hey, tell people about the synth and these stuff. Two, these two weirdos in Belgium are like, hey, we're putting the word out. We want this incredibly rare music instrument. Like that's it's wild. so rare that I mean, it cost at the time. Yeah, who knows? The equivalent yeah. of $108,000. Who knows what they cost now? Billy Corgan is rumored to Please, university, let us take care <laughs> of this crazy, incredibly use, rare synthesizer. Let me use the big synthesizer, please. Let me use please. the big, rare synthesizer, please, university. They That's have, incredible um, looking. <laughs> whoa, yeah. It looks, like, it looks like a NASA controller from the 1950s. That's wild. <laughs> That's that that makes oh, that music. Wild. That honestly, it's an I, analog digital hybrid are, in 1971. Whatever that means. Is yeah, three knows? like I look at that and all I see is like three men in flat tops in white <laughs> white button down shirts with a cigarette in their mouths, <laughs> hoping that they make it around the, yeah. the, the the moon and shoot back. Like they're all just watching Tom Hanks not die in space. <laughs> oh man, synthesizers are incredible. Uh, That's very cool. Uh, next up. Daft Punk, Human After All by Sebastian Remix. Boy, oh boy. Um, could anything ever sound more 2006 than oh that? God, I, I mean, that's got some of the, the crunchiness that I do like. No, I like, uh, I like from, it, but it's just like, oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. this is, this is the era of time where I got into this music and this is what all of it sounded right. like. I mean, that crunchiness again, like yeah, not to hear, go right back to Soul Wax. That's some noises that I love from the night version. See, that's, that's, is, so night versions is its own thing. This right. is like justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and digitalism, digitalism also makes a, an appearance. Mr. Um, Oizo. Mr. Oizo. This whole it's that all that like breaky, right that breaky, like it's called electro, uh, and like it, it dominated, crushed. bit crushed and in like, like yeah. really distorted. I like like a lot of the Solvax stuff has that energy yeah. to it, but a lot of Solvax's stuff does not feel dated. And I like this remix. I don't think this necessarily. There is, are doesn't you know there are hold some, up or anything. There but, are some examples of this type of sound and style on this record that feel more timeless than that that's like i I like sebastian and i like that but it's just like that is a 2006 song he's very closely affiliated with all of this stuff he's an ed banger uh records guy absolutely yeah he and so this yeah this is also the era um uh we talked last week about how human after all kind of helped usher in this sound. They are also, uh, so their manager at this time, Pedro winter, this is really the coming out party era of Ed Banger records and Ed Banger records ends up influencing the entire sound of like this music at globally. So he's busy P uh, Pedro winter puts out music as busy P and Ed Banger at this time is putting out Sebastian, and Justice and Breakbot and Para One and just like Mr. Oizo, Mr. Oizo and just putting the, like uh, 
launching that type of sound yeah. into the ether, creating the blog house sound, the electro sound, and really driving, driving uh, like that sound, the influence of that sound uh, coming up, and then the Daft Punk live show that we'll talk about in a couple weeks are the two things that like explode EDM to a global scale, right? Like, yeah, those are the two. Those are the two things merging. Then, 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 then we from there we get. Um, like a smoothed out the smoothed out big room EDM sound that just becomes this whole different thing that at this point is in an entirely different world than anything I know I can't even conceptualize I mean, for for you the 2007 summer was the alive summer right yeah you saw the tour I didn't see the tour it didn't come near me I was in you know I remember summer 2007 as the Justice summer. Yeah. That was the summer where Justice was everything yeah. and everywhere. Absolutely. And, and Justice, is, Justice is such a, an onboarding point for this music because it's so rock-oriented yeah. that it uh, – that it people that – like little punk kids, uh, people that liked like uh, pop punk and screamo or whatever, like – Justice got the rock kids and then um, and then Skrillex got the screamo kids yeah. and like all of that this all whole, of those millions of children started to listen to beats Bloghouse era this whole scene is full of these groups of rock people yeah. like Simeon Mobile Disco is yeah. you know a rock Wax. band who turns into this Soul Wax Justice it's it's, Sim- a, it's it, an infectious sound Simeon Mobile Disco two guys from a band called Simeon breaking off and doing a like just taking the band's name and adding mobile disco to it and coming up <laughs> with some of the like weirdest pr- production techniques to make God. beeps and boops. I love those nerds. Simi Mobile Disco is the other, like Simi <laughs> Mobile Disco is my other favorite yeah. group of all time. Yeah, what absolutely. A perfect bunch of guys. <laughs> Two incredible James and Jazz causing some of the most beeps and boops I've <laughs> ever heard. Yeah. Uh, their Next. boiler room where they're doing oh I know the, kind of the same set as the the live show but with some differences, but them doing it like where they're just running around yeah. the table is so I, so fun. So I saw them I saw them do an analog. So it, like the on the set list like you've got you'll see when you go to a festival or whatever uh, a band if a band uh, a band that does dance music is playing a set. It'll say on the thing, like, parentheses, DJ set. If a DJ is doing something where he's producing the noises live, you'll see parentheses live. When I saw Zibian Mobile Disco, it was, like, parentheses analog. And I was like, (laughs) what does that mean? And what it meant was they had one of those huge things that, like, what – like, the the call center in Mad Men where all those secretaries are – poking like wires into that big wall of things they had their backs to the audience and they were just doing that and i was like how is that making music what is going on it was wild modular synthesis is the most powerful force in the universe and Uh, in my opinion, uh, that, it's incredible. Like my, <laughs> I got a lot of eye rolls from Devin last week. <laughs> Modular synthesis is incredible. Modular synthesis is, is the, the most powerful, powerful force, force in the, the universe. universe. All right. It is very funny. Yeah. If you like are interested in getting into modular synthesis, the articles would be like, 
it's not as expensive as you'd think. And then at the end, they're like, and the rig I put together was $8,500. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I know, but I want all that crap yeah. so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's really not It's really not as expensive as one would think. I just had to wait for my grandma to die to get an inheritance. <laughs> I had to kill my grandma so I could build this stupid-ass synthesizer. That's crazy. This next one is... Uh, is a real it like sticks out as like a really unique one on the record. It's technologic. The Peaches No Logic remix. He just does rock. I, I listen to that that track though, and I want I want her to be going full like I, loud I vocals like yeah. with 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 like with compression on it. It's it's I, the whisper singing thing to me is is just a little I've never, strange. I've never heard anybody like it's. It's like somebody who's pretending to yell right like when they're telling a yeah. story, and right. then my and then my dad was like, "No, fuck you! Yeah. Don't spill paint." No, it's just, and I get it. I get it. The sound that 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 comes I, out of I that. I think that sounds really cool. I think it sounds cool too, but I think it would be cooler with just a compressed loud vocal. I don't think of Peaches as somebody with like a belted out voice either. You know. Yeah, she can do some. She, she, can, I, make she, some noise. she yeah. can make some noise. For I remember sure. reading that. Um, what is it? Once I suck it on my titties, like fuck the pain away, dude. Fuck the pain away. Incredible track. It's a great track. I remember on Teaches of Peaches that record, uh, or her second record. I remember reading that it was like, yeah, and her roommate Feist contributed vocals. Whoa. And I was like, what does it mean <laughs> that Feist and Peaches were roommates? They, <laughs> what a weird, cool thing. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. They put out a, a duo record called Peist. <laughs> it's just funny because like Feist did a bunch of guest vocals on the Kings of Convenience record from 2004, which is one oh, of my all all-time that. favorites. <laughs> one of my all-time yeah. favorites. They have new music coming out now, but it's just so fundamentally different in my brain from the same era than Fuck the Pain Away. Yeah. It's very funny to Absolutely. think about being roommates. <laughs> I do want to also point out that this is the first of six technologic remixes. Yeah. So, uh, so they're really interestingly about this whole thing is of the 10 human after all songs only five are represented in the 15 uh, remix songs here only one of which is not a single we have a uh, we have a brainwasher remix coming up uh, but everything else is a remix of one of the four singles from the record including six technologic ones here's here's one thing i really uh really stuck out at me at uh, about the fact that we get six technologic remixes here. None of them play with the most interesting noise to me about technologic, the normal song like this, the noise that pulls the whole song together and elevates it to the best single on the, on the original record it, are those drums under the chorus was yeah. like, boom, boom, like that thing yeah. that that does not get manipulated yeah. at all in they everybody washes that 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 noise out and replaces it with something which i uh uh i i don't know what that means or why if if uh if it's like 
if it's too much a part structurally of the of the original track they wanted to step away from it or if it's too hard to like build a remix around that song that sound i don't know but it but it is not featured at all on the remix album it's one of the best noises in the song I, i'm i'm reading right now i don't know what it meant for the release at the time but the technologic single cd1 technologic radio edit technologic basement jack control mix cd2 technologic vitalic peaches no logic in the video so were there two different cd singles released of technologic i don't know and these are all beasts i think that's what it is or that makes sense. or, or i'm led to believe that yeah there was a cd with a bunch of stuff on it yeah yeah they had a video on there too which you know everyone loves <laughs> <laughs> that cute little creature Everybody loves that cute little. Everybody girl. loves that little Nobody guy. They, I, I would, I would have bought, I would have bought that CD single if they had DVD commentary about. I would just, <laughs> I would. So what, what, what were we thinking when we made this guy? Um, to give Andy nightmares. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to, it's a to make it so Andy thing. needed to sleep with his bed, uh, his light on. I mean, again, the little like it's 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 not proven, but commonly accepted that that's the Chucky animatronic from yeah, the seat of Chucky, yeah right? it is it That's is what, not it's, it's not made to I've be not, a cute little creature it's made to be a murderous doll i haven't found anything where anybody that had anything to do with it was like yes that's right. what that was yeah. but the internet seems to be convinced and i mean if you go side by side like many people on the internet have yeah. it's very convincingly <laughs> similar uh it would make sense yeah um but yeah, I I, I I do like this Peaches track. It's yeah. it's it's it it's feels different. I it's, it's a remix album. Right. I want to hear different stuff. It's another, this is very different. It's another one that feels like it should. It seems like it should feel out of place on this album, but it doesn't. It does yeah, a really I, good job of, of I think um of being a unique thing, take. That's the thing about remix albums i want stuff to feel out of place right i want things to be like whoa that is a wild take on this song yeah uh um because that's what it's all about like a a, a great remix album is a bunch of an artist's friends having fun with music that they respect you know yeah, absolutely um so i want to hear crazy shit absolutely if you're uh if you're not in the u.s and you're interested the human after all unreleased remixes on vinyl on discogs right now is only like eight bucks but you cannot buy it in the u.s they wow. will not let you buy it that's why yeah so it's just it's it's, it's got to be all u.s collectors it's almost rare enough that it's um uh that people aren't even searching for it then yeah yeah i guess unavail yeah just like if there was only three thousand of them made. Maybe it's just or one no, of those. That's just the vinyl of the Human After All, the song remix. Oh, okay. That's a twelve inch of just the of songs. the single or whatever. Yeah, I'm oh. just saying if you're somewhere else and you yeah. can buy this, go on Discogs and buy it because it's really cheap. Yeah. In terms of if you want Daft Punk on vinyl, that's that's, that's really bang for your buck. There you go. Uh, Human After All, twelve inch is only a couple bucks. Hell yeah. Uh, next is. Brainwasher, the Errol Atkins Horror House dub. In my uh, in my mind, I, I said that this is this was the um, the Matrix soundtrack 
<laughs> version of the, this song. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what it reminds me of. Too. I mean, that, yeah, that, that, those drums. Like, let me these drums. Like, those those drums are the Matrix soundtrack. God, that rocks. <laughs> this is a really good one. Yeah, I loved it. It it, it it's an, it's another one that sounded like this is. This is this time. It, it almost sounds a, a, like a generation before this era. This is 2006. Yeah. This sounds like 98. Yeah, this, you know, uh, but it, it's like it's got it's got a vibe. Uh, it's uh, it's a specific sound from like a specific style that we don't get anymore. But it like comes together. Yeah, it's got warehouse techno sound. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I don't know who Errol. Yeah, he looks like he was. Um, I think he's a Turkish producer, and it looks like he does did a lot of stuff with Boys Noise around this time, which is very of the era. Yeah, Boys Noise. Yeah, we we've talked about we we played we it. Played one of, one of his which is my like, one of my new favorite songs of all. Go time. back and listen to the stuff Boys Noise was creating from around this time, and you'll hear the noises that we've been talking about, like that that electro bloghouse type of thing. And it's like the growth that that guy yeah. has made as a producer is insane. I was thinking about Wolfgang Gartner the other day. What's he up to? I don't know because it's the same thing where that – I loved that record when it came out in right. like 2008 or nine or whatever. But it's something I never revisit because it's, it's so – that noise is so right. firmly planted in that specific moment. Uh, but and I don't know if he's even making music anymore. I have we're no idea. Do, you know, if if we're if we're thinking about the cycles of things, we're due for a round of that probably in the next few yeah. years. Of, what, of that 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 sound. That electric sound. I mean, I I was messing around. I put uh, and down boys <laughs> noise in in my record yeah. box like boys last week. I, I I dig that track and and like yeah. I mean, I I think that it it, it fits in better than you think than yeah. you you think no, offhand I don't, with yeah, a I don't, lot of it's stuff. not that it doesn't fit in it's right. just like such a firm it's just a, like like nick was talking about like the stuff from specific eras doesn't always age that well or doesn't like it seems seems rooted in its time yes uh and all of this stuff is that here's here's wolfgang gartner this is the one this is ill ill america That was like one of my favorite songs when it came out uh, back, back whenever. And it's like, but that noise is so firmly planted in yeah. this time. Yeah. And the way that, you know, French House is so firmly yeah. in, you know, those years. It's like the yeah. production techniques become available and everyone's using them. And then, yeah, slowly people move on to a new thing. Prime time of your life. The Para One Remix. That feels like a really negative take on such a happy song. <laughs> <laughs> That's a call. That's back. a throwback. Yeah. This is yeah. This, <laughs> this is, is this maybe is the a... most important contribution to this record. Yeah, because it becomes such a backbone. The encore. Yeah, it's uh this. So according to, I couldn't find, I couldn't pinpoint other moments from this, 
according to the Daft Punk wiki, the fan wiki, there's a handful of things that that come from this record that are played in Alive 2007. This is the obvious one. This is the only one that was on my radar. I couldn't I, figure out where else that they were talking about. And it could just be like that this yeah. is the one. But this this is a, a big moment. It's my favorite it, part yeah. of the record. Yeah. this. I mean, the encore is my favorite part of, of 2007. And this is a moment in it where I had spent a lot of time like listening back to the song, trying to figure out like where it is. And it, I had, I had to end up Googling it and they're like, Oh, it's the para one remix. Yeah. And they, um, so yeah, para one was a big, uh, part of that, of this, uh, Ed banger, yeah. um, revolution around this time. Para um, one's at the top of his game right now, in my opinion, his new right now. Great. I have not, yeah, he did the music for portrait of a woman on fire or oh. uh, an artist on fire. Okay, I have not caught up. I've not kept up with Parowan. I got to check that out. His new stuff. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, he's he's great. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't get that title right. <laughs> Sorry, we forgive you. The movie rocked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Parowan's great. He like uh, he, he just was on, uh, just did a cover mix. He's great. Yeah. It's got that... Um, there's, there's another thing around this time that I didn't connect with as much the glitchy sound like glitch yeah. mob this has got this has got the the glitchiness of the vocals but it's smooth under but yeah. there was a lot of glitch stuff that came out this time that i did not connect with i liked a lot of that stuff i liked like trip hop and like yeah. prefu 73 i couldn't and really I just, like the really glitchy stuff i couldn't figure out how to groove to it always yeah. felt like I was somehow behind or ahead of the. It doesn't. Always, I mean, it's not. Not all of it's dance music. That's true too. Some of it's like headphone music. That is true too. Like Prefuse seventy three. He if if you haven't his one word extinguisher album. It's a little bit earlier than this stuff. It's incredible, but it is just like all over the place. Hell yeah! Moving on. Moving on. Human after all. The guy. The Gimon after all. Justice remix. Cool. You can hear the justice in there. They're about to explode. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is this they theoretically they're recording cross right now. Is, yeah. Is what what. Um, yeah. And we talked about how like like Daft Punk giving them a couple remixes. Yeah. They had one on Daft Club. They had one here that that you know just like Chemical Brothers helped elevate Daft Punk with a remix. Uh, I think that it's justice is two big songs that put them on the yeah. map. We're both Simeon remixes. Never yeah. be alone. And we are your friends. And they, and they, they started, you know, much like, like soul wax is their most famous stuff. are remixes. Um, justice got their start as some, a, a group that people wanted their shit remixed by. And wh like, but that's what does how it mean that the most famous Simeon songs 
are both justice songs. Yeah, you know that's what I crazy. Mean? Like, I don't know other... I didn't spend a lot of time with Simeon. Me either. But I, remem- I remember Simeon from We Are Your Friends. I don't I don't know... I have no idea what the normal version of that song sounds yeah, like. No idea. I, I, I've never... As much as I love Simeon Mobile Disco, I've never been interested in listening to Simeon. <laughs> yeah, no. I, 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 uh, I We love... Are Your Friends is a remix of Simeon's Never Be Alone and it's credited okay. as Justice oh, for Simeon. It's kind of its own. Crazy. Okay, so it's a, that well that 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 whole album has like six different versions yeah. of that or whatever, but the 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 one that you're talking about, I I did not understand that it was its own thing. I thought it was a remix of Oh, we are Who your knows? friends. Yeah, yeah, it gets so far. Yeah, it's just that was that's the big thing to come yeah, out of Simeon. Like yeah. uh it it's other it's than Simeon Mobile Disco. Right, yeah. Um but yeah, I think that they like Justice like was somebody that people wanted, you know, uh, uh, to. So they, um, yeah, they they released uh, uh, the "We Are Your Friends," and then they get remixes for a number of. Uh, uh, they have remixes uh, for Britney Spears, Nerd, Fatboy Slim, Daft Punk. Uh, and so that's where they got a bunch of um, play was like people like people like yeah. like br- what does it mean in 2004 or five that Britney Spears is like, can you two French producers remix my song? Right. That that is huge. So that's like that's a really interesting trajectory that they had all sorts of clout and work before they ever put out a record, even more so. It, from this, just looking at this initially, like even more so than Daft Punk put before homework, these guys were like in demand before they ever put out their own uh, album. That's we crazy. We should go back and spend time with some of like the lesser known Soulbax remixes and lesser known Justice ones. Because yeah. like, what what was it like in two thousand nine when Justice remixed Lenny Kravitz and U two? You know, what the like fuck? what? Yeah, what was going what on is, there? We got to spend time with that. What is what is their Britney Spears? Uh, what it's the one with her and Madonna, right? Is I have the one no where they idea. kiss in the music video? I oh, remember that yeah. because that was how old I was in that. Yep. That was like Britney Spears Me Against the Music Justice Dance Remix. Oh shit, that's going that insane. That goes, yeah. <laughs> that's that's, going, that's it. That we sounds got it. that sounds so justice. Yeah, that's and great. I I don't I don't know if I I uh, I'm sure I heard this at some point a long time ago, but that's incredible. Uh, but it's like I, it's probably not as played, right? Yeah, because it's just it's before cross. Yeah, like, these, yeah. These tunes we weren't but, at so the they, club they during were, this time. I think it was one of those things where it's like people didn't know who Justice were, but like. Like musicians yeah. wanted them to remix their stuff, and then they blew up with with yeah. That's great. That's great. Um, next is technologic digitalism. Like we're like I I love a remix that just l- l- uses a song as a launching off point. Yeah. If I played you that twenty seconds and <laughs> said which which Daft Punk song are they remixing, 
where yeah. like where's technologic in the part that I just played you? You know, yeah. They it, digitalism just used that as a launching off point for a serious groove. That that sounds that's like a quintessential digitalism song. Yeah. They that is their noise. I've not seen their live show, but they 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 do it live with a drummer and a bunch of yeah, modular I, synths. I have that is one group that I loved uh, for a long time, and and um, they don't come around. UA, USA all that often. I have not seen them live. I would absolutely That'd be go. a really fun show. It's another another sound that's like this is this is that electro sound. Like Pogo is one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah. Uh, they've uh, they've made really interesting stuff since then. Yeah, too. they've progressed in a really cool way. But I've just I've never caught their. I've got to catch up with their their more current stuff too. Because I. Record in 2019 called jpeg i think okay so i have not even listened to that one um but no, they that's have, the thing that happens with some of these artists it's like you get so busy moving into different scenes that, that you, you forget just kinda... about it that like it is we have talked about the fact that this music is like ephemera right and it's and it's almost like uh having a band like daft punk uh, who is a constant in my fandom for this type of music is rarer than yeah. mo- like mostly I'm like, Oh yeah. In 2018, it, that was my so-and-so year in 2015. Yeah. I loved digitalism. And then I loved, loved Claude Von Stroke. And now I, it's like you get in these pockets of the sound that you're super interested in a specific moment. So yeah. I lose touch with bands like digitalism, but I was a huge fan of, of them uh um for a long time so yeah the idealism was that their record and i love you dude those two i uh those two records were huge for me uh yeah and so uh i gotta check out more of their shit what a bunch of groovy guys what a bunch of groovy guys i will uh yeah if they come around put them on the list of of must see to the list add that to the list of must see groups i have never seen them Human After All Alter Ego Remix. this track a lot me too this this is one that um the amount of stuff going on is 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 pretty astounding that they can maintain that crisp this um, is sonic you know carving out these sounds that we talk about a lot um this is the daft punk's production uh quality like They, 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 they 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 translate that here somehow the the um that what we talked about with the Sebastian track, these are all of those. These are all of the noises of the time. But if this is one that feels like it would play, you know, like yeah. this is this is using the the those electro noises of this time in a way that feels more timeless. Darren, it, can you click on Alter Ego? I can click on Alter Ego. Yeah. What do you want to know? I just want to know. It, it's a clickable thing, because I was under so, the. 
it's a it's a it is people you want me to read it here uh, alter ego is a german music group okay. comprising uh roman flugo and jorn elling wootke okay i so was it's a duo it looks like it's a duo they just stopped doing music in 2008 interesting under this like i guess they still do stuff but like this project ended around then so it wasn't like okay i was i was curious with this one if it was yeah, it's it a, almost, so the, German duo is the, what the, alter ego is. Um, it's alter ego, and I, I was unfamiliar with them, and I was almost like this. This reminds me of Aerodynamite in a way that is this just Daft Punk sure. remixing this? Yeah, it's, Daft Punk remixes of Daft. Punk. Yeah, uh, I um, I thought like maybe this was like an Aerodynamite situation where. But no, it, it is it is uh, an actual remix from a group called Alter Ego. Yeah, it's great. This is one of my favorite ones. This is this is a real highlight for me. It's a good tune. That's good one, tune. It's, this is one of the funner ones on the the uh, album. Um, yeah, real highlight for me. Um, we're about halfway through. I think this is an interesting time to point out that all of those wet splat noises are that that drive human after all as an album. Are gone. People from- don't want the splats. <laughs> I mean, there is a little bit um, there, is, on the top. Solwax does, but Solwax so, does it does not, it all right. Really? Uh, yeah. They, they have so, the the notable. I mean, I, I I just call it the human after all noise. The you, you, the one yeah. the the one splat. It is not it's, like it's the, present in a, such a good yeah the base with the the. Um, That's robot rock. There's that one. That one doesn't even have it a ton. Any like human after all. Uh, prime time of your life, technologic, all are driven. Technologic is the wettest, one of the wettest sound songs on the record. Yeah, everybody smooths it out. Yeah, they do. Uh, um, like for that being the defining noise, that wet splat, uh, um, from the pedal you you yeah. were saying, uh, um, that is the defining noise of the, the record as a whole. And all of these artists did everything they could to to, to very, get that wetness out of these the tracks. The thing about recording a record in six weeks or writing it or whatever in two and mixing it in six or four is like if you are obsessed with something, it's it's everywhere. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, if I, if you're working on a track for a couple weeks and you're really into like this synth patch or this thing, you do it. And then the next track, a couple weeks, you know, over the course you're into of the something year, else. Yeah. you're into different things. If you love the sound of that, wham, plap, 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 <laughs> and for those six weeks, it's all over. Sounds like a duck. Yeah, fart. it really what? does. I mean, giving what? yourself a little bit of hindsight in your music production is probably a good thing yeah. to to get yourself a little filter of, you know, we become obsessed with phrases and stuff, <laughs> the three yeah. of us or whatever. And if you would have got us like, you know, if you would have got us six weeks from last year, there's probably a phrase that we had locked onto yeah. in every sentence or whatever. Yeah. You know, we had a, what did that, what did we mean by, what did I mean by that I phrase mean by that. for a little bit? But I think musically that's yeah. the same thing. You have a yeah. thing. But I think the longer that, you know, you know, we were talking about the other day about, um, uh, against against all logic specifically, uh, and talking about how 2012 to 2017, um, logic. but 2012 oh, yeah. to 2017 is yeah. is that album. It is it is such a good thing, and I think that that's because again, there's a large range of time at which yeah. the, these songs are being looked at. Yeah. Um, compared to um, it's the same thing with Discovery versus Human right. After All. Exactly. Is against all logic. Had spent five years on tracks in like it's a solo project for Nicholas Jar, and it, it, like the first album he put out as Against All Logic is the culmination of five years yeah. of just noodling around. Yeah, 
and the second one is like a year and a half. Right. And there's and nothing. And the second one, there's some really great stuff on, but there's a big difference between five years noodling around in something and something yeah. in a year and a half. There's, 2012 to 2017, one of the best dance records of all time. Of yeah. all time. And there's nothing that feels one of my there's nothing favorite. that feels very temporary about it either yeah. because I think that is the my, reason people spend time on that my stuff. Wife you, you is grow so, and you mature. My wife is so annoyed at how often I listen to that yeah, record. Right. <laughs> I listen to it every time I grill and now she um um she knows tracks is like she calls the one like the uh, the Binto track because it sounds like they go <laughs> Binto in the crowd. She's like, yo, you're listening to the Binto track again. <laughs> it's funny. I uh Against All Logic was one I've had Spotify for a long time. Yeah. That was one where it's like a song would come up from that record. Yeah. In my Discover Weekly and I'd put it on a playlist. And then another one would come yeah. up and I put it on a playlist. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, over the course of a couple of years I have five Against All Logic tracks. Yeah. From this record. Um I, I don't think any of us have ever picked one of his songs for our uh if you're out there and you like this music, Against All Logic, twenty twelve to twenty seventeen. Just listen to it front to back. Uh it will Stand up and dance to it, or just like lay down and close your eyes. Yeah, to and it. turn it on it's too loud. Yeah, turn it on too loud and just listen to all the crazy noises that make make up that record. Oh my goodness, um, that'd be a good one to do a, a sit down on a, on the log by the river. Absolutely. And to oh my god, we'll do that soon. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Technologic, the Vitalik remix. That one rules too. That one's good. This is a high, this is another highlight yeah, for me. It's a great track. Yeah. Yeah. What a good one. It moves all over the place. Yeah, there's yeah. And there's that there's like that old copier noise like that old yeah. printer noise in there. You're like, whoa. I was looking at his Wikipedia page earlier and it was like, and then Vitalik became with tech friends with techno producer the hacker. It's like what a <laughs> what a quintessentially nineties thing. Yeah, absolutely. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Vitalik V the Vitalik hacker. has come up twice this week yeah. for me um in looking at stuff because he i was also looking at all the different people who have done remixes or samples of the chase by giorgio moroder and he did a remix of that too absolutely uh vitalik's track the uh rave age came up on uh, on a, um, a workout playlist oh, yeah? i was listening to this week uh and i didn't even realize uh, yeah. that this was a Vita vitalik uh, remix here yeah. also uh the hacker I feel song like, came up on something I was listening to like literally today. Yeah. It was like the hacker and Miss Kitten or, I some, feel like uh, or something Vitalik like that. Vitalik is one of those like those like DJs know Vitalik kind of guys, right? Maybe like a little under I think so. like under uh uh, uh uh like overlooked or whatever, but like DJs love Vitalik. Yeah, he's got a gr lot of great stuff. Uh next Robot Rock, Maximum Overdrive. Ooh. Yeah, right. Uh, so, um... It, it, this is like Blue Balls the song. Yeah, it really uh, is. The it's whole goes. thing, it's 
five it's almost six minutes of build and they don't they don't ever let it break they do it again with contact that's the next time they do it yeah um well contact contact at least contact contact is not supposed to break because contact is a simulation of what it would be like to be launched into space (laughs) yeah it's That's right. That's, that's a song. It's an auditory journey about about launching into space. Uh, it's not supposed to break. Oh, thanks, <laughs> dude. This, this song is an exercise. This is not a song. Like this, this is, is an exercise. Yeah, this is they. I I almost think that this was them tootling around with what a robot rock build would be like into an insane break live. You know what I yeah. mean? Like what it like what if what would a, the the how would we drive everybody insane to break it lot? Like that's what this would be yeah. great for. And also this is I didn't think about it this way. This is the essentially the outro of the original <laughs> the original ja- Japanese yeah. release, which yeah. I, I, I you know I don't think they put really any thought into right. that. But I just I'm just saying like yeah. they they tack this on to the end of of this out i mean it, it for for me when i was listening to this specifically today it felt weird yeah just sandwiched in the middle of before you know nine songs before five songs after or whatever but thinking of it that way it does make more sense to have something like this yeah at the end of of a project uh, even if it is not thought that much yeah you know? they made a music video for this remix yeah i'm looking at it right now uh it's not really a, it's just like it's the um it's the Robot Rock uh, video, but more annoying, black and white, and then like it's like a GIF version of it because it's so yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah I'm not wrong, yeah, yeah <laughs> yes, yeah, because that's what this is, yeah, yeah. Um, th- comments on this video are like, this feels like a shit post, and I love it. And people thought Robot Rock was repetitive. Daft Punk, Robot Rock, but the song never starts. <laughs> <laughs> That's just incredible. People doing this, yeah. <laughs> it, it feels like um, it feels it feels like this is them responding to something. Yeah. Like, oh, oh you, yeah. You want to oh, you want to build you want you, builds and shit. You okay. thought yeah. You thought Robot you Rock thought the song was too flat. Well, you think <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> my name is Tomas Bengalter, and I will I will listen to myself say "rock" in a robot voice for six minutes <laughs> over and over again. Rock, 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 rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, human after all. Uh, so this is the start of the um, international uh, uh, international edition songs. This is human after all. The Juana McLean remix. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, do you know Juan McLean? I do not. I love Juan McLean. Uh, very just groovy, like housey, like um, understated, chill vibe stuff. I love Juan McLean. Like new disco. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen him. I, well, he tours with, does he tour with a band? Um, I've never seen Juan McLean live either. I just... So, so I, I have right here. So his name's John McLean, better known by the stage name The Juan McLean. Uh, he he uh, was a guitarist for a post-hardcore band Six Finger Satellite uh, mm. from Rhode Island. 
Uh, McLean moved into production. Um, and then James Murphy. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a DFA guy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, joined sure. the band as a sound engineer. Uh, McLean, so they broke up. James um, Murphy joined his band as a sound engineer? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, he became known I didn't, for... Um, I didn't realize... This is uh, this is Juan McLean. So. Oh, dude. Okay, so so hear the, hear this out. So so uh, McLean was the guitar the guitarist for this band. The band was struck by several tragedies. McLean eventually moved into production duties, utilizing his home studio in Providence, nicknamed the Parlor. James Murphy joined the band as sound engineer, where he became known for a punishing tour PA setup, which he nicknamed "Death from Above." Yeah. Okay. Oh. Wow. So, so this is. So Juan McLean is around for this the start of DFA Records. Yes, that's great. This is this is Happy House. This is one of I would say this is one of his best known songs. Yeah, it's just a really clean, like dancey, uh, um, just. Really clean music. I, uh, the Juan McLean is like, go check it out. He's got a good DJ kicks. If you're listening to this and you're not as into dance music, like if you like an artist, you search for maybe their Boiler Room, their, or their Essential, essential their mix. mix Mag cover mix. Yeah. Their, uh, there are a few places you can go to find them doing a mix. And DJ Kicks is a long running series of CDs that I, I don't know if they're CDs anymore, but they were. Um, where you could listen to a mix and it was also broken out track by track, even though it was mixed. Um, yeah. He had a great one. Those were very formative for me getting into dance music. Cause yeah. I could buy one CD and learn about a bunch of new people. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so this is interesting. I don't know if you know this, but um, so in 2011, uh, Juan McLean began uh, collaborating with Amy Douglas under the name Peach Melba, and it was a houseier uh, project. Ooh. So that could be cool. So I don't know Peach Melba. Project. Peach Melba might be something to check out. I don't know Peach Melba. Add it to the list. Technologic Basement Jack's Control Mix. Uh, so I, 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 I think I, I love this one also. I, I sent uh, sent you both a message in our group chat this morning saying what I didn't like about the Basement Jacks track on Daft Club, mm-hmm. I specifically do like about this track because they start, like you heard it in that clip, they start with that, I mean, there's that, there's that there's hectic, like a r- announcer, uh, there's like yeah, a boxing There's so much going it, on but, and then all there. of a sudden it clears out and it maintains the I don't craziness. Know, Basement Jacks has some of the most abrasive sounds right. uh in the game this, they are, yeah. they're an incredibly abrasive yeah. this track just finds a way to clear out that abrasiveness and keep the the the, the hectic nature yeah. and the weird sounds that i really dig i like this track a lot yeah, yeah. i love this one it's it, it it's a lot of basement track stuff from this era is not as like distorted as this and i like yeah. i like the the overdriven kind of crushed sound yeah yeah. It feels more techno-y, whereas a lot of their stuff feels a little more UK garage. UK garage, yeah. They have that, yeah. They, uh, they're they wild. <laughs> yeah, for Those sure. Those guys rock. 
Those guys. Is there two of them? Is there yeah. are there a duo? Yeah. All right. Next up, the Liquid Twins. Guess what they're oh, all doing? God. They're also doing Technologic. <laughs> Cool, Liquid Twins. That one rocks. Yeah, that one's that 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 one's great. Just I, uh, a nice like drive that driving noise keeps you like uh just keeps like keeps you on on a, a good edge and they like I love that rolling like bam 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 bam. This one uh, the pair the pair of one track is the one that has the most influence and the one I think about from this. But in terms of listenability, yeah, this is this, this is, is one the of grooviest them. one. Like this is something you can throw on a set. Yeah, I think so. This would play well, I think. Um, yeah, got, even if you even if you just use the to it. Um, so that that noise without the lyrics on top of it, you yeah. just found like a good chunk to to. Um, you know, I love good chunks. You, you if you get if you take one of those chunks of spurt out there without the lyrics, <laughs> chunks of spurt, uh, and maybe loop that. Yeah, and so just play it underneath something. Liquid Twins, right? Yeah. Um, I I noticed uh, this is not a clickable link. Uh, Liquid Twins, uh, I found a Reddit post uh, saying Liquid Twins, uh, couldn't find anything else about them, anybody knew who they are, who they could be. Uh, and one response says, Liquid Twins are Guy uh, TX Sierra from DeFresh Squad and Fizz and Oliver Huggenard, uh, also DeFresh Squad, Fizz and Fat Face. They didn't use that moniker for anything else except for a uh, Mylene Farmer remix. None so. of that. None of that made any sense to me. My point is, Merovingians is twins. My my point is that they they I don't know any of those yeah, things. Yeah, none of that. But the point is, it's just a it's 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 a moniker used for, for two tracks, two a tracks. remix and one other remix. So yeah. that's an interesting thing. Yeah, I, I have no idea who who those people are. Yeah, um, me either. And it was one little Reddit post. So there you go. If you got any information, thanks Reddit. Uh, let us know. <laughs> Yeah, if you know who the if you are the Liquid Twins, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> if the Liquid Twins are out there um, re- are listening to this, let us know in the comments. Uh, this is Human After All, the Emperor Machine version. It's almost like if um, um, the Cars did a Daft Punk cover. <laughs> That's what I was just gonna yeah. say. That's got a, it's got a Cars uh, best friends girl. I didn't girl give this. Uh, I didn't give this as fair a shake. It's not really a dance song. No, and frankly, because we are listening to a bunch of different vinyl and CD b-sides of the same two songs yeah. by this time in the record, the fatigue has. That's set the in. one. I there are some really awesome stuff on this. The one thing about listening to it top to bottom is, yeah, exactly. There's so many technologic ones. Uh, there's only five Daft Punk songs covered here that eventually, even though all of them sound different, you're like, I know what's coming next. It's another technologic. So even though, yeah, it totally, 
uh, as like as a top to bottom album, it's the just just the fact that there's so many covers of the same five songs. Yeah, start, this is such start. a different exercise than Daft Club, right? Which yeah, is, we're putting out songs, we're releasing them. It's all these different things. These are ba- these this are just marketing. This side. is basically the B sides. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is just a collection of the B sides from the singles, yeah. which is something that they never did again. And they don't really do that. That do- that doesn't exist in the same way now. Now it's like you yeah. would you might put I was out looking... a, a, an EP of your single with a bunch of your friends' remixes, but it's not quite in the same way this is. Yeah, like um um I was looking at all their singles just to see what B sides looked like for all of them. If I if I'd ever if there was anything ever on there that I'd never heard before, you get to um random access memories and there really aren't yeah because like that's not how singles work anymore yeah you don't go buy you yeah. know you buy you buy the song you don't go buy a cd with a yeah. couple extra songs on it absolutely cd singles are so that just doesn't exist i i don't i doubt it right i don't i don't think that they would even bother to produce them no. now right the 12 inch maxi on vinyl does, for right because you can get it in the purpose. club right but those that shit doesn't. exists for a specific purpose yeah. and it's not for fans to go buy yeah. at best buy yeah you know this was this was you would go to target and buy this yeah <laughs> you really weird. beg your mom i um, i need however I need this, many dollars need, a single um, cd cost. how much God, did cd mom, singles cost do you understand what's gonna happen to me if i don't have the first date <laughs> single cd from blink 182 <laughs> who know what, what, Mom, what am I, how, how am i gonna find out about the what the funny stuff i gotta yeah. say at school they did a, is they, they instead Mom, of a b-side they about did dogs a dicks at school if i don't know about it for blink 182's b-side of their cd oh Mom, man. i don't care if it says I explicit care. i like explicit I like, stuff i don't i can't i can't watch not explicit Mom, stuff I, anymore i can't enjoy anything unless it's explicit i can't enjoy anything unless it's explicit <laughs> you want me to you want me to get the edited version of the dog what dick do you skin? I suck. <laughs> Mom, everyone knows I suck. This is gonna <laughs> cement it. What is the dog dick skin even gonna sound like edited? <laughs> I don't know what any of the funny parts are. Why don't you just shoot me in the head now? <laughs> you want me to get the edited version of the first date single for Blink? You know what? I'm unlock the car. I'm gonna roll out of it. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, would your man. What would your childhood be like if you were 13 and you were like, Mom, I need. The Japanese human, after all, yeah. Besides, <laughs> mom, I need to go. Mom. I need you to drive me to a Target in Japan. Mom, I need, mom. I had my mom like drive me to a specific like indie record store because I was like, they don't have, they don't have Buddha, the first, <laughs> the first album yep. by Blink One Eighty Two at Best yep. Buy. Mom, I remember buying Dude Ranch at a uh, record store in like Fort Collins on vacation because yeah. I was like, this is one. I mean, it, Dude Ranch was a popular record, but I was like. This is one of the rare but yeah. I got when I got when I finally got Buddha, I, I I found Cheshire Cat. That one was around. That one was around. And then I got Buddha. And I was like, oh my Holy god. Crap. I finally get to listen to all of the songs from Cheshire Cat, but they all suck. Yeah. <laughs> Cheshire Cat's not a, yeah, a, a showstopper to begin with. I know. But to me, Buddha, when I'm fourteen or whatever, like, it sounds I'm like they, they recorded Buddha on just like a portable tape set controller. I, honestly, probably, probably they did. did. <laughs> you imagine if we did that podcast? We that would suck. Liquid eighty two soon. That would suck. <laughs> um, uh, Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott do do music podcasts. Uh, uh, Scott Ackerman from Comedy Bang Bang. They did the YouTube podcast. 
they did one episode of a Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> podcast, and they were kind of shitting on their first record. And in the middle of it, Adam Scott Ackerman's like, I, I, why did you choose Red Hot Chili Peppers? Because Adam Scott was like, honestly, I, I, I was never like the biggest Chili Peppers fan. And Scott Ackerman stops him. He's like, then why are we doing this? You chose this band, and you're not. And he's like, it just seemed like a good band to do, and like in the spirit of what we've been doing. They did the U2 one, and then they did the REM one. And he's like, yeah, but none of, neither of us are, like, huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fans, so why are we here? And he's like, yeah, you're right. And, like, this is in the middle of their episode. <laughs> and they're like, the other band we talked about doing um, was, uh, oh, David Byrne, uh, Talking Heads. The other yeah. band we talked about doing was Talking Heads. And Adam Scott was like, yeah, that would be way more fun. He's like, well, but why are we doing that? So they, they in the middle of the episode, they were like, all right, that's it for our Red Hot Chili Peppers episode. When you come back next week, we'll be starting our Talking Heads that's show. Great. And they just, they just great. switched it. Were you? I feel like you were wearing a you talking you yeah. two to me shirt when we met and i was like oh because i was it was my first improv class i was like oh this guy likes the same crap <laughs> yeah and now all these years later we're, we're doing, doing our own of those and we're gonna have shirts that's very funny <laughs> i was like oh yeah planet ant's cool because he's got a i've he got a you talking you crap as me shirt. oh good he likes the same crap <laughs> <laughs> there's one more track on the album and uh this was a great one technologic the le nightclub remix <laughs> So this is the only one I think that I think that that synth line is in replacing replacing those that drum thing that I love so much. And I think that's why this one really kicks with me. And I think this is Giman remixing. I think he recognizes that that. Do you think it's both of them or just Giman? This would if it's late night club, it has to be. Rico and him. I I would assume so. Yeah, because they wouldn't. He wouldn't just say the Gimon. Yeah. Yeah. If it if it was if Rico wasn't on there, they would just say the Gimon edit or whatever. Right. This I I would assume that this is this is uh, Rico the Wizard and Gimon together. If it's a Lenai Cup song, uh, uh, but yeah, like I think that he recognizes that that's the most dynamic part of that song, and he yeah. recreates it in a synth pattern, and that is the best, yeah. maybe the best break on this whole record is it's that great bing, bing, bong, bong, and it's bing, got bong, like bong, bong. the it's got the raw more raw production yeah. of like i don't like a roulette a, a lanite club you know like just or like late 90s cry to more stuff it just has a it's got a good feel to it yeah it's got, it's got a throwback feel i love it what a good tune what a good tune and uh um yeah so this one was only added later uh when it when with this was released on itunes um and then this is so this came out this was quite possibly the no for sure this was the last thing released under the la night club banner yeah they they, they stopped the- producing the waves two came out what like 2005 right yeah uh they put out something for a uh uh soundtrack in like 2010 or whatever this came this was released in 2014 you think this is holdover from earlier? It stuff? had to have been. Yeah. They're not because they weren't. Uh, yeah. Well, they Rico worked with them on the weekend stuff, so they were st- they could have, but but yeah. but 
from what we know of the Lenite Club, from the Crydomore stuff, they didn't really – they weren't making Crydomore stuff that yeah. late. So I'm sure that this was just something they noodled around with. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This could very well just be a Rico one too, you know, because it's like Gimon's song. Yeah. But maybe Rico – Yeah, maybe he took a his, crack at it. Uh, you know? that, that could be too. Because there are those kind of permutations of this kind of stuff too. Yeah. Where, yeah, there, his buddy was like – Where it's like it's it's the nightclub because we both worked on Because I worked on the track and you – this is your version of it. Yeah, yeah. that could be too. Uh, I've never – I don't even know if Rico the Wizard has solo stuff. That like outside of Lanaika. I've never I've never searched it out if he does. Yeah, I don't know. Um but he's he did like um so uh he was uh Gimon's partner in Crydomore or uh yeah, in Crydomore. We we learned that all about that in the Crydomore ep. Uh he did a bunch of art design stuff for the boys. He worked on the weekend collabs with them. And he's around. Uh um he's he's an interesting part of that. Daft Punk Unchained um, documentary. That's a little hard to find, but I uh, I found a version of it online somewhere. But yeah, that's that's Human After All, the remix album. It's a great album. Um, you know what fun. I realized we didn't do last week in three hours of podcasting is say favorite tracks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. We didn't. That is oh, crazy. We didn't right. do it at the end. Uh, I'll... Uh, my favorite track on Human After All, the record proper, is probably Brainwasher. I, you know, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I, I am gonna go with Robot Rock. I'm hesitant to go with Robot Rock because of the repetitiveness of that song. But I that that it, for that anybody group, anybody who's been on my my video game streaming channel, that is the noise when somebody donates money is the robot rock groove because i love it i mean the the guitar that, i love that it is, so much that's one of the most powerful just <laughs> moments of music they've ever yeah. made just that i love it so 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 much yeah. that even though it is it is uh, so repetitive uh that's gonna be my track on, i think on yeah i think my proper. i think my i think my favorite i love steam machine a uh, steam machine's my sleeper for sure. Yeah. I love I love that song. It's so weird. It's such it's an industrial anthem slowed down and warped in a way that I cannot stop thinking about. That song uh that song stuck in my brain. Brainwasher is the whip it up fucking groover party yeah. thing. I that that throws my, me into a tizzy every time. My sleeper's gonna be emotion. I, I love that track, but for different reasons than most of the tracks that I yeah. love from Daft Punk. It's just I thought that, that one was gonna be on off. <laughs> my yeah. sleeper is definitely on off. The I'm, sleeper could I can't decide if my sleeper's gonna be emotion or make love. Both of those are yeah. fun. No that's so I, I you and me are on the same page with sleepers yeah. a lot because though that's that's my debate too is yeah. it because I, I do love make love. Uh, make Make love the other day. I love making. Love. I love making love. But the other day, <laughs> I'll learn about it someday. <laughs> the, the other day, I was uh, walking down. I was hiking a little bit at a park nearby, and Brag. make make love and make love. Uh, the track in the woods is it, it fits. It's one yeah. of those ones that just fits in nature real well, and I don't know why. Yeah. Um. Uh. So favorite track. That's a tough one. Yeah. You know. I think in terms of just how much time I've spent with it, Technologic. I, that's absolutely the best single right. I, yeah. from my perspective. I love the Robot Rock um, groove, but Technologic is the best single. on Dance that, stuff, sure. Steam Machine. That's a frenzy. Yeah, right. absolutely. From this one? Yeah, favorite track from this one? I don't. I've, they're all sleepers. So. <sighs> they're all sleepers. Historically, it's always been Para One because I love that sound from 2007, but... 
Liquid Twins might be the the yeah. most the one I'm going to revisit the most now. I'm I'm going with I'm going with Solax on this one. I'm going with Solax. Soul yeah, that one's really that. good. I think I'm going to do that Alter Ego track. Uh, the Alter Ego track or the, the Nightclub track. Both of those are real highlights for yeah. me. I could I could very easily do the Solax one, yeah. but I, I I feel like that's one that I've listened to the most in the past two. For, for yeah. me, the one. Soul Wax one is just, it's so much what I love about yeah. Soul Wax, and it's so much what I love about Robot Rock yeah. at the same time. So yeah. it's, uh, for me, it's, 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 a, I like this, I like this remix album a lot. Um, I, I, I love, like, yeah, the, the Nightclub one is uh, just such an interesting new twist on that groove. Um, uh, but yeah, like the Juan McLean one is great. There's, there's some really, interesting awesome stuff on this record it just listening to it top to bottom yeah starts to blend together but there are absolutely songs i'm going to pull off and put onto um yeah. playlists and stuff from this absolutely or play it live or play it live yeah uh i i could throw some of these into the set for yeah, sure boy. i could so we we talked about it at the beginning a little bit uh as the public at large was waiting for the release of the human after all remix album uh while it was exclusively available in japan there was a bit of a fan um not uprising <laughs> uprising's the wrong word uh just a, a fan petition to get the the thing out and a group of people got together and produced their own version of it it is available on YouTube in its entirety. It's called Remix After All. If you search on YouTube Remix After All fan album, you'll find a playlist of it. And there is some really cool stuff on there. And what uh, what I appreciate about it is it's a 10-track album. And each track from Human After All, including On Off, has its own equivalent uh, on on the album, so each song "Make Love" is a is like a um, uh, wavy like rap song on there, hip hop song, uh, and there's some really cool stuff on there. So um, instead of going track by track from that, we just all picked one of our favorite moments from the record. Uh, uh, Devin, um, if Devin didn't pick this one, this might have been the one I picked. But uh, Devin, you picked. Television Rules the Nation. Yeah, the Dirty Disco Youth remix. This one's a very fun one. Um, so most of these, I don't think that they're anybody that we would ever have heard of before. They're not like, I don't know, Dirty Disco Youth. Dirty Disco Youth, I'm checking on Spotify, has a couple tunes Okay. Um, that are pretty well played. Okay. Uh, I've never heard of Dirty Disco Youth, but mo yeah, I think most of it's just like It has not put anything folks, out in eight years or whatever. Eight but, years. Um, yeah, it was... It was the, uh, the Prime Time of Your Life song was remixed by a group calling themselves Tits and Clits. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of that group either. Uh, um, but yeah, that's that. this is definitely one of the highlights of this one. One of the most interesting moments for me was uh, somebody called The Noisy Kids uh, made a daft zapping remix of On Off. It starts with a glitchy um, retelling of that On Off um 
thing uh, from the actual record, but it turns into one of the coolest grooves on the record. Here we go. This is on off. So this is the I, I really like the glitchiness here, but this yeah. is this is the glitchiness from this is the glitchiness from early girl talk. Yeah, that's what that I is. I was talking about girl talk this week. Yeah, I, I I always forget that his first like two albums are glitchy to yeah. to a crazy extent, it and is. then he smooths it out with those last two. I I haven't listened to his records in a long time, and I I spent some time with them this week. Yeah, they, I. I don't remember the first two as well. Like yeah. when I went back and checked them, I'm different. like, I remember this, but I yeah. don't remember this. No, the, he exploded when he when he smoothed the glitchiness out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that that was a really cool moment of this. And for somebody, whoever the noisy kids are, for to take a 19-second little uh, intro thing and to turn it into kind of like a, a glitchy Daft Punk melody, very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, yeah, I got the uh, the Emotion Werewolf by Night remix. Yeah, Starry. I yeah, that's when, a bedtime when, music. When, yeah, when I'm not listening to the 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 pounding <laughs> the pounding bass side of of dance music i really love the spacey star yeah. driven kind of um who doesn't yeah and this one uh, like i said emotion emotions a track i i do love uh and it's a cool take on it yeah absolutely so that's the remix after all album all totally available on youtube if you search for it some really cool things some some daft punk fans put together uh, an interesting retelling of the human after all experience. And I say you should check out the whole thing. Do it. Yeah. Do it, coward. Do it, coward. cowards. <laughs> what are you afraid of? What are you afraid? What's what are you afraid of? Why are you living your life in fear? Yeah. What are you, what are you afraid you're going to like it too much? Go listen to it. Go listen to it. Just put it in your pocket and get out of here. Put it in your pocket and listen to it. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we are here at the end. Uh, um, uh, uh, as you know, if you've, been listening to us on this journey every week we pick a song that is not related to da daft punk but it is in the world of dance music something that we're obsessed with currently could be something brand new could be something old could be something that we're revisiting uh, after a time away from it. it's just an earworm something that we've been obsessed with in the last week darren what do you got all right so i uh i've talked to i've referenced it before one of my fave favorite uh live dj sets is uh claude's live in, in detroit which is that's a movement set right the the one he put out as a record yeah that's his 2014 movement set yes, yes. so I was I was digging through uh, some of the the I could have the year wrong but uh, the, yeah but the, the, it is the it's the, the his his live album is his headliner his set headliner from movement Demp. set which yeah. which movement is movement's movement uh, but anyway so I was I was digging through a little bit uh, track by track on that uh, and I came across. Uh, I don't know what the Chambre track, track specifically is in that set. I don't remember. But then I got on a little uh, little uh, Chambre kick uh, this week, uh, and I was really uh, I was really digging the song, uh, the track, those Johns. Uh, 
I was at the gym when this mm-hmm. when this track came on, and it was exactly what I needed. And it's been in my head uh, for a couple of days now. Uh, just that 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 pulse. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, that's pulse. my track. That's my track this week. Love a good pulse. Absolutely. Yeah. They're good jangles in there. Good shit. What do you got? Uh, I've got the Passarella Death Squad, uh, No Mas, the Jazz Shaw, Only the Lovers mix. Jazz from uh, Simeon Mobile Disco. This one came out a month or two ago. It's nine minutes long. He did another nine-minute remix of it. They're both great. I love this one. That's music for a dark room. Oh yeah, one of <laughs> one of the mixes is more of a vocal mix, and the other one's like more of a dub. But yeah, they're both great. It's really good. Jazz, uh, we wish you well, buddy. Yeah. Um. Uh. What was that? was that a, a, a interview from recently? Yeah, he, he did an interview in April talking about some of the stuff he has going on because he has uh, had an illness that he's been dealing with for the last couple of years. He also just put out a new ambient record of. Um, some really incredible uh, sounds on his Twitter. He did put a warning at the beginning to everyone. There are no drums on this. So <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, good for him for making something he wants to make. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, like we, like we've talked about semi mobile disco a lot. Those two guys think about this stuff in a way that is really inspirational. Cause it's so fucking weird. They, they're, they are, tech tech nerds in the best way because they're running things through other things and warping noises to an incredible degree until they they get on the outside uh of anything anybody's ever produced their last full record together murmurations they got a uh an 80 80 piece women's choir together an enormous women's choir together and they um they tried to sample them like they would synthesizers. So they, they talked a little bit about it, but they just had these women yelling like disparate notes and they were trying to like, uh, to break the, to break the idea of a choir into something else inspired by Pat, like the patterns of like the flights of birds. Yeah. Murmuration. (laughs) They were like listening to this crazy, like these women doing these exercises where one person would start deviating from the pitch and everyone would follow. And they're like, that sounds like a murmuration of, and they made a a whole record out of it. If, if you're interested in in it, listen to the album with the deep throat choir is the name of the choir. They're great. Deep throat choir. And, and watch, um, YouTube, semi mobile disco murmurations live. They played that album, front to back with the choir live. It's one of the most unique and interesting electronic music uh, experiences I've ever. It only I was has blown about away. 40,000 views. I was which blown is baffling away. Yeah. Me. It is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And, 
and we wish Jas well because it, uh, honestly, it's very rare that we get this kind of unique look at this music, uh, um, and like this artistic of a of a vision from guys and uh, or from from artists, not you know. Uh, from any artists in this field. So uh, uh, I have an enormous amount of respect for those two. And uh, yeah. They're my second favorite dance band. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's really, yeah. It's really, it's really nuts. It, I, I respect any group that can look at this music differently, right? Like yeah. we're, we're, we're now, um, you know, house music. What it was, nineteen eighty. What f- five? Would say like the eight through the eighties. We're going mm-hmm. like into forty years of of people screwing around with mach- these machines. F- like if you think about to craft work, like 40, 50 years of people yeah. screwing around with electronic machines to make new m- noises, and the way that we push this music forward is people like Zimmy Mobile Disco, uh, uh, like continuing in the tradition of breaking machines yeah. <laughs> to like like breaking machines to produce new stuff uh um so we need more people out there like willing to step out of the box and and like make really wild stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh i chose scratch massive this is from their live album this is the song golden dreams This one was this one came onto my radar right when Daft Punk broke up. I it's I, somehow I had missed Scratch Massive uh in uh in a way. It's one of those bands where somebody showed me them. I'm like, "How is this never on my radar cuz it is so firmly up my alley." Um but my friend Rachel who really was instrumental in uh me opening up to the world of electronic music to begin with. She sent me a message uh, when Daft Punk broke up and she said, I know you're going through a hard time. It's hard when something, when something you like goes away um, to make you feel better. Uh, maybe you'll like these guys scratch massive. Uh, and I, and she was right. And I loved them. I'd never heard of them before. And she sent them to me just to try to cheer me up because Daft Punk bro- uh, broke up. And this whole album of live stuff that they've done um, is great. Yep. They rock. Yeah, absolutely. Good just like driving um um like driving simple uh tracks. I I I've been digging them. Great. Yeah. So that's the Human After All remix. Band uh, after Human After All. It's, <laughs> we are It's we not are, canon. It's still not canon. Yeah, we're officially <laughs> after Human After All now. Next week we'll be doing Electroma. Um, so I guess we're we're still we're a little bit in the midst of where they're putting they're putting the music of Human After All behind them. Uh, uh, they're using the bones of it to create the live show. They uh, used an idea for the um, television rules the nation um, uh, video for uh, for they expanded that into an entire movie. So next week we'll be talking about that. Uh, yeah. Great. I'm excited. That's a fun one. It's fun fun to just do these remixes. 
That yeah. was very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a lo- little looser episode. It's not bad. I'm bad to have a little loosey goosey. <laughs> so we're we're gonna we're gonna there is there's no Daft Punk music in Electroma. No, at all. No. Nope. Uh, um. So it it's gonna be a wild ride, and we should figure out a time that we can watch it together. This yeah, week. No, let's yeah. do it. Because it I'm is. Excited. Have you have you ever seen it? I have not. It's weird it's wild oh, it's a crazy movie i'm very excited for um, wild and this weird. is a tormented period of their creative <laughs> output yeah uh so we will be back next week to talk about electroma daft punk's second feature film how many other people could say their favorite band made two movies <laughs> the beatles they made two yeah they made a couple they made a couple they made elvis uh, elvis he didn't make he he didn't make movies. He was in movies. That's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, we are uh, Alive 2021, a Daft Punk podcast. You can find us at Alive2021.com or on Facebook or on Instagram. We're always posting fun stories about these guys. We're finding like old pictures and things. So come and check all of that out. Uh, if you are enjoying the show, leave us a review on iTunes or uh, hit us up at info at alive 2021.com. We want to hear your stories. If you have, if you have a Daft Punk story, um, if you have an interesting perspective on them, if you've met them, if you, uh, if you've crossed paths with them, if you live in constant fear, of if them. you live in constant fear of them, uh, uh, if you think that we missed something or we, uh, or you want to correct, uh, uh, something or w- that we omitted something, uh, send that all along. We want to interact with our fans as much as possible. So get in touch with us. Also, we said at the beginning of the episode, so the first person to, to draw a picture of the robots kissing and it has to say, uh, when robots kiss sparks fly and it has to say to Andy and the alive 2021 crew, yeah. uh, the first person to draw that and send it to info at alive 2021.com gets a two French robots t-shirt for free. And we're not mailing that internationally. So you better be in the United States. Jeez. <laughs> uh, um, we're not going to pay $47 to get somebody a shirt. Cause they drew a freaking robot picture. <laughs> Great. Um, uh, you can find me on the internet at tw- on Twitter at Dr. Good Tweets, Dr. Good Tweets, or on Instagram at Andy Reid, Andy Reid, R-E-I-D. Yeah, um, my name's uh, Darren Shelton. Uh, you can find me at all the social medias uh, at the most Darren, T-H-E-M-O-S-T-D-A-R-R-E-N. Uh, I produce music uh, under the name Apolon Bomb, A-P-L-O-M-B-B-O-M-B. You can find me and follow me on Spotify. Cool stuff coming uh, soon. Uh, and also, I, uh, I, I stream some video game content uh, most days on Facebook Gaming, uh, and that's DSG Gaming. So check me out over there. Yeah, you can uh, find me. I'm uh, Devin Jetski on uh, Spotify and MySpace and Angel Fire and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he started eating a started eating a, a, a protein bar and just said "fuck it" for the end yeah. of this episode, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> blueberry Cliff Bar. What a yeah. treat! They're great. Uh, and I think uh, with 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 that, uh, we'll we'll see you next week. Yeah, the next time the next time we talk about music is gonna be the big one. The big one. So we're doing Electroma next week. Then it's fucking alive twenty two thousand seven time. We're not doing Electroma the remix. Electroma remixes. Yeah, I'm very excited. These next few few weeks are gonna be very fun. Yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Absolutely. Cool. All right, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Boop, boom, boom, boom. Hello, everyone. Alive 2021 is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network and was created by Andy Reid 
Developed by Andy Reid, Devin Rosenai, and Darren Shelton, with technical production by Darren Shelton. For more information, please visit Alive2021.com.